Welcome to Underground at the Showcase, the official podcast of the Underground Music Showcase and a production of Youth on Record. I'm associate producer Xavier Goche. In this episode, host Cesar Ibarra and Emerson Olsen interview the White Moms. The White Moms is a hip-hop trio with members Clay, Bruce, and Oliver. Having released a trilogy of self-titled albums, the trio has found success in Denver's hip-hop scene. Before we get into the interview, though, please like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a regular listener of the show, you're used to hearing a piece of music from the artist being interviewed prior to the interview itself. Today, we'll be changing it up a bit as the White Moms perform the live rap of their song, Canterbury, during the recording of this episode. We hope you enjoy and we thank the trio for an amazing and unique experience. Welcome to the Underground at the Showcase, the official podcast of the Underground Music Showcase and production of Youth on Record. I'm Cesar Barra. And I'm Emerson Olson. The White Moms. Welcome, guys. Hey. Thanks that for having us. such a sweet intro, Holy man. Sh- Thank you. <laughs> and so uh, you guys were out and about uh, yesterday, right? Last night, checking out some, some, some sets. I think we ran into a few of you guys. Uh, how was that like? It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of homies that we have in the community out here, so it was cool to pop around, see new artists, see friends that we have, all perform. Everyone was really good. I danced so much and was so sweaty when I went home. It was amazing. It was as good as it could possibly be. Yeah. The sense of community was so thick and present, you could cut it with a knife. Okay. <laughs> Would you say that's one of your favorite things about like doing festivals like this? Oh, yeah. Where you can just yeah, like walk down presence, the street yeah. and yeah, just yeah. <laughs> see people you know, you're like, hey, are you playing later on tonight? Oh, and then, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so like reassuring. You kind know? of makes it hard to get places on time though. <laughs> it's it's like really validating though, because it's you know like I don't know like we we kind of make music in a basement, so you know it's kind of like an isolated form sometimes where it's just like us arguing about what could be better, and then you go outside and you get to see everybody, and you know we've listened to them, they've listened to us, and then it's a whole different kind of conversation about it. So it's like a holiday. You yeah, it really is. What are your, some of your favorite festivals that you've done, or some of your favorite performances? Oh, shoot. Well, we just did a back-to-back opening for uh, Grip, who's a rapper signed to Shady Records. And, Based out yeah. of Atlanta. Yeah, he's, he's from Atlanta. He's a crazy bar haver. He's a maniac. He, he ended up coming to our hot basement studio and recording in like the dark closet we all record in like, on the last night when we were up after playing the marquee. It was, yeah. it was great. Like we. We spent some time like even discussing like the craft of it all and you know talking about like different ways to manipulate being on stage and like you know how to lean into the things about our bars that you know yeah he had a lot of good he advice had a lot for of us. good stuff to say it was yeah less about the performance the performance was awesome but getting to hang out with him was yeah top notch and and going in colorado springs was fun too like that True. it was like sometimes small Watch crowds you. just sit down and don't want to be involved and everybody in colorado like all 15 of those people were amped Everybody brought it, so it was, it was cool. They took up a lot of space, even though there was only 15 people. And working with someone that's uh, awesome and professional and, and versed in performing like Crip and seeing how he could make that, he made that audience of like 10, 20, 50, 
25 people feel like a, a full room because he yeah. just nailed the crowd engagement. And uh, you guys have been uh, playing together for a while, right? Uh, would you guys say that you've seen some changes in like the hip hop, uh, like local hip hop scene, uh, you know, good or bad stuff that, you know, some trends you're like, oh, this is cool that, you know, maybe a certain sound or something like that? It feels less like siloed than it used to be. Like, I feel like people are getting together and like sharing more space. You know, like five, five, six years ago, it, it was a little harder to like feel like you were in the same room as other rappers, you know? And now it's like, like the, the show at River was, was really tight. Like the, the Beats Bodega thing where like a pure cypher, like instrumentals, people in a room just walking up to a microphone and rapping. And that wasn't happening before. So it's, it's pretty incredible that way. Yeah, it seems like everyone's more excited about getting out and rapping together and yeah. doing hip hop stuff, like just more on the regular instead of it having to be specific times and places for specific people. It just kind of happens a lot more now, I feel like. Yeah, we're, we're finally overcoming what I like to call the bluegrass hurdle, where it's like everybody wants to book a stand-up bass and an acoustic guitar and no one wants to book a rapper, and that's starting to change. So it, it feels really good to... Just be invited places. You've yeah. never said that once. Look, okay. <laughs> I'm coining terms. <laughs> I think it helps that we sort of bring a alternative vibe within the hip-hop sphere. It's easier for people outside of the hip-hop sphere to relate to. So I think it kind of makes more sense for us to share a stage with a bluegrass band than a lot of sort of more traditional, uh, traditional in quotes, veins of hip-hop. Um, yeah. yeah, we did do a show. Uh, the Bobcat Lounge above the Skylight with uh, Boot Gun and Horse Bitch. Yeah, and that was that was an awesome show. Horse Bitch being a band also at UMS this year. Nice. Huh? They're they're zany guys. They're great. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're an awesome group. <laughs> yeah. Big we fans. were we were trying to go see them last night because um, they were playing at HQ, but there was like a whole line, and I was like, man, it's eleven. Like I got to be up tomorrow. But um, uh, what's it like to very have that kind of yeah? What's it like to have that kind of filter That's on awesome. your actions? Yeah. <laughs> well, I only have to use it like a couple times. So, oh my gosh, yeah. sounds awful. That's how I Just get around. The, it. Like you're lucky to be able to use it at all. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm in an Uber at 2 a.m. So. Going somewhere that's not home. No, I I, I went home. I, I I ate some leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of the influences that you guys have been taking from, um, if any, like in general or from specifically Denver? In general, MF Doom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you got a Odd Future shirt on. That's, that's yeah. yeah. And we listen to a lot of Odd Future. Um, I, I feel like we really influence each other a lot of times. Like we'll we'll bring you know just different different sorts of energies and like it's sort of like the collision that makes it makes it work. But like also like I don't know other other really dope local acts. Like I mean, watching Ruby Richie and the Reveille last night was amazing. You know, and talking to them afterward about just being involved in the scene. You know, is is pretty like inspiring and to see the way they like play off each other's really you know something that we want to carry into the work that we do so yeah like what what other artists like i don't know i listen to like a lot of earl sweatshirt and i've been listening to tons of classical music lately because i like listening to music that we don't know how to make so like stuff that confuses me is better <laughs> yeah i grew up in north carolina so i'm a huge dreamville fan oh like j cole jid earth gang cause loot all those guys those are my big influences but in denver um We've kind of become friends with Kid Astronaut over the years through various means. John's the homie. And he's a total homie. And he has, you know, I, he has a kid and 
does i mean is a baller like will post up on you on the basketball court yeah, every single time he's, and such, we'll, he's such a just the man and he looks great and then he will pull up and sing with he's, a guitar he can like, get away with doing it barefoot he's such a good singer yeah. like he's able to like roll a rug out on a stage and like kick his shoes off yeah he has like it's yeah, casual he, like that he just he just got a really good i mean he's he's figured out a certain aspect of being an artist and also having a fairly what looks like complete life outside of that you know i feel like it's very easy to like feel like you have to kind of pigeonhole yourself into music and make it everything you do which is in part a good thing but i think there's music in everything he does i I feel like i feel like kid astronaut he kind of spreads him out himself out like among the music scene in uh denver he's not really like pigeonholed genre wise he can do a bunch of stuff sound wise and in that he his network expands to lots of different um genre spaces realistically i guess the city of Denver is full of really talented musicians and then we're just trying to make each other laugh and we record it <laughs> so <laughs> like yeah or like who else like caitlin williams is a great friend she and, shredded it last night oh at bear God. brewing right across the street here i literally uh, wept <laughs> yeah, it's it was, a true story it, it was a great performance it was phenomenal you know yeah she inspires me to stop singing forever yeah because there's just no point right it's like we're not gonna get there <laughs> she's she's incredible she's you know just so like precise like she's got a brilliant ear and she just knows exactly where she is like theoretically speaking and then she could just flex all over the place so it's it's uh yeah it's who else like uh, we do try to use melodic singing in our in our stuff too i think that's what makes us a little different a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of rap that like sounds kind of like our stylistically you're not going to get three-part harmonies in and we do our very best to squeeze that out occasionally very best we yeah, try so we hard we squeeze it out every <laughs> once in a while squeeze yeah. it. <laughs> some like uh if the beach boys were in a hip-hop group i, I love that, that description i love that the, the, <laughs> actually though the beach beach beachy boy the beach yeah. I, can't, I can't do the it beat. yeah <laughs> That's kind of that's, no English happening. That's that's how we write verses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and while we're on like the topic of influences, do you guys ever get influenced by non-musical things like maybe movies, uh, TV shows, books, anything like that? I'm like, I'm to the degree where you, you could say like I'm on the spectrum with the the degree to which I just rewatch like certain comedy TV shows like it's always sunny in Philadelphia or like Seinfeld like I fall asleep to these things I see references to them in every second of my life and I make references to them in my my raps and I think that the sort of uh, just scope that those programs for example like give on just people and how stupid we are is just awesome it's genius. Uh-huh. I you like, like anime. They like anime. Yeah, I don't anime. get that. I, I like light and texture a lot. Like uh, I once like wrote a song about like the the glow of like a Seven Eleven sign. Like that's where it came from. Like I was like <laughs> I just the left the date. It was a pretty good date. We were, you know, we walked into a Seven Eleven after seeing a movie, and the way the light was working, I was like, this is gonna be something later. And you know, or like like texture is really important. You know, like the way things like seem like they're yeah, like every feeling sort of has like a a texture to it, Stop. you know? 
Yeah. Are you making mouse sounds? Texture. You, you making mouse sounds? Texture. <laughs> so this is something we've learned recording music. It's yeah. a constant battle against mouse sounds. Mouse sounds. Yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll the, just be in the, the booth and you think you're sound. you think you're about to go hard as hell, and right before you do, it's 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 like all oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. really you can hear the cotton mouth. Yeah, yeah you really can. Right. Oatmeal inspires us. It's just so versatile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. You can kind of put anything. Yeah, you can in. do you whatever can you want. You can it. bake it, and it's like yeah. a pastry. You can you can use it as like mortar for bricks. There's anything. Gargle it and split I ate out. so yeah. much oatmeal this winter. I was like snowboarding, living out yeah, of my you, van you a bunch. Outside. I ate so much yeah. oatmeal. Oatmeal means you're outside. I get <laughs> I get inspired by time outside. I like to. I spend a lot of time in the mountains. But really, each other though. I really think that's probably the biggest thing. Is like it's it's straight up through the power of friendship, yo. That's <laughs> like, awesome. Just being around each other and like, <laughs> yeah. oh, spirit of yeah. competition too. I, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. There, there are definitely sometimes when we're in the studio, like writing, and you know, we'll be sitting there, like tapping away or writing on just kind of silently, listening to the music, and then we'll be like, "What do you got?" And like someone spits a verse, and we're like, "Okay, hold on, give me, a <laughs> give, me give me like five more minutes, yeah. like." I'm actively trying to humiliate them always. Yeah. Well, I mean, it keeps your music, you know, good because if you're yeah. constantly pushing each other, like it's, you know, yeah. progressive. Yeah, like ryth rhythmic so. things, like actual, like how the syllables are delivered. Like I'll, I'll like take like something literally that he did in a couple songs, like a blah, 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 in a very specific way, and be like, I'm gonna try and recreate that because that was dope when he yeah. did that. But, That's why you sound so good. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah it's me. Yeah. Right? What, what, what do you say we sound like when we start rapping really fast? Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's how I feel sometimes. Get out of the, we'll get out of the recording booth and just be like. <sighs> I don't like figure out the right places to breathe in a verse until way after we've recorded it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. it's it. Yeah, like months later, we've already released it. And now you so can finally now deliver it. I'm decent at this verse, yeah. If you are just joining us, you're listening to Underground at the Showcase, the official podcast of UMS, and a production of Youth on Record. We're here with the White Moms. So yesterday, we talked about you guys rapping a little bit during the podcast. Are you still up for that? Oh, yeah. Me, 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 me. So this song, I believe, is Canterbury, yeah. um, which was released pretty recently. Yes, sir. That's what, yeah, one of those new singles. I don't remember when. It was this year. It was like before. <laughs> Sherman, what's the idea behind the the name, the the reference in the song to Canterbury? Is it that it's like a definitely a very white town or cream color? Isn't it like town? the Canterbury Tales are a thing? Well, that's a thing. The coop's the color of Canterbury. I was thinking the, of the place, the castles. The Canterbury oh, Tales. Yeah, the very, like the very English. What place. color yeah. are the Canterbury Tales? Because my car is that color. English people are white. That's the yeah. My car is white. I thought that it was a reference to like the chocolate bunnies. Is that not Cadbury. what they're called? Cadbury. 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 We actually did talk about that when yeah, we were, we when we were naming it, though. We were like, wait a minute. Is this the chocolate? Is my car brown? <laughs> is my car white? <laughs> yeah. You decide. <laughs> my car is black, actually. So this is. Yeah. That's a lie. 
fingers taste like Marlboro. 50 quick like Ma Murray. I'm dressed like a car girl. Lit from tip, no insurance. No bread, only grain liquor. I stay still, end up filthy. I see you for bad liver. So hot, I've evaporated. I'm an arsonist, a poltergeist. I drank the liquor, made it all. I'm blind as mice. NASCAR driving, family business. Daddy died, my Model A is modified. My Johnny Law got XLR. My contraband is out of sight. My Texaco, my Nasero, my Tommy Gun, the Capricorn. That's my moon sign. All this just a lot of talk. Snapshots before we fall apart. I put moss on all the walls. Nervous, got some little bumps. Sold my soul for cabbages. Buttoned up, no, I'm well adjusted. My ruined temple, my floating ball. Well aspirated, I'm burning out. Coop the color of Canterbury. I'm the sh- unsanitary. Wash your hands, boy, I'm dirty. Wash your hands, dirty, yeah. Who up next? We are the 30. Suit and vest, I'm looking clean. Wash your mouth, I know you heard me. Wash your hands, boy, we wash it dirty. Wash it dirty, dirty, wash it. It's dirty. Wash it. Podcast athlete. Wash it dirty. Wash it dirty, dirty, wash it dirty. Wash it. Yeah. Kick your shoes off, take a load off You look new to this, don't be stupid kid Take your pro off, put a smile on then Kick your nose off, touch the pile and I ball the ball Make sure it cross and why not Indulge in life just to she doesn't call Babies walking, they never crawl Baby talking about when we walking outside Like watch how we get what they always try For light in my eyes, just might be too bright For small minded vision, y'all get it right? Get it boy? Tell me we ain't all dirty nasty Looking nice like Javachi glasses Hands are tied but everything we touch Is still dirty See the word whoosh in the sky when Donnie and the moms walk by They're the cause of the climate Move so smooth, set dark with alignment Let's go, I don't know Brandon, I don't know Biden I don't hold the candle, it's rain 22 But y'all don't hold the phone light to anything we do Yes, but you test this test too That makes the kitty get the windy up was screwed But sit in the pool and it don't turn purple My whole life, everybody died like commercials It goes by quick, so I'll hold my D in the cold night Keep my warm, close to the cold night Need my four post home base off Cause every second I'm awake, I'm operating hot Copulate abroad, calculate the cost Contemplate a profit, don't evaluate a loss Wow, podcast ad lib. Coop the color of Canterbury. I'm just unsanitary. Wash your hands, boy. I'm dirty. Wash your hands, dirty. Who up next? We on at 11 tonight. We are on at 11 tonight. Wash your hands, boy. We wash it dirty. Thanks so much, guys. That was awesome. That was yeah. so cool. Thank you. <laughs> that was great. We haven't had that on here yet. Um, yeah. So thanks for rapping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah this, Most think... bands need instruments. <laughs> Don't watch out for that. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I left this big pencil on the floor. So It's not quite swaying in the morning. Okay. Play in the evening. Imagine <laughs> forgetting your big pencil someplace. You're like, oh, 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 I left my no. pen. <laughs> It's just in someone's windshield. <laughs> you know how old men got them big old ears? <laughs> they keep growing throughout your life. They don't stop. They just keep going. They just noses too. I yeah, heard. you just accumulate the cartilage. Just facial extremities. Up. They don't care. They never stop. They That's where the cartilage in your knees goes. Right. It goes into your ears and yeah. nose. Yeah, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I hate you. I hate you both so much. Ligaments. Bro, eyes and ears. Tendons. And mouth and nose. Lungs. Connective tissue. <laughs> Lungs.
<laughs> um, I, I, I met this uh, a writer on the street last night. She just stopped working for Westward is doing some freelance stuff. And I was like, you know, come to think of it, we, we could probably like use a little writing. For example, here's our Spotify blurb that Clay wrote. <laughs> The white moms are everything you want in a Hair, band. Hair, teeth, skin. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's read it. Hair, teeth, skin. Yeah. I think clothes too, man. Thanks, yeah. Clay. Hair, teeth, Hair, skin, clothes. What more could you want in a band? Thanks, Clay. <laughs> Thanks, right. dude. That's really nice. Nice. So I'd like to backtrack a little bit and ask you guys, how did you all come together? Um, what is like the origin story of the white moms? So this cute girl that was in his year, uh, yep. I had a crush on her, and he had a crush on her, and and he I invited was, me over to dinner with her at his apartment yep. on some power move. That's <laughs> not power move. Yeah, he was. He was like, "I'm gonna use my accelerated space, freshman. I've got a stove." And then I asked him to help with the dishes, and he was like, uh, "Usually, when you have people over uh, for dinner, you don't ask them to do the dishes." I'm like, "Well, yeah. we're in college." And, I made and then, you like pasta, two weeks so later, we were making making songs together. Uh, we we met like the first meal of college. Like we were sitting right across from each other at a table with the eye, the eye contact. Yeah, right? and yeah. yeah, and we like immediately were best friends. Like it was just there was no choice. Yep. Yeah, and then. Um, and then, like a week later, we were walking down the hallways, and I was freestyling, and you were playing ukulele. And yeah, and then we uh, yeah. started not doing that and doing cooler stuff. Yeah, we got way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, that was just the beginning. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. moved on real quick. Yeah, we all once we all got to Denver too, because we all kind of we graduated in the same year from college. But I was two. I'm was two years older. older. So yeah, he was like in town, kind of like sowing the seeds and gathering equipment, and then we got up here and. We spent a summer living in Sherman and I spent a summer living in Bruce and I. Um, <laughs> we, we spent a summer living in like a lunchbox. In oh Boulder. my god! It was like it, it was, was gross. There was no the, windows. There was a window, but we covered it with a mattress. Yeah, because we wanted to soundproof it. So yeah, and then we we like came out of that like cocoon and got to the city all like emaciated. Completely, yeah, completely broke. Yeah, with no money and, and started making music with Ollie. But we had, we made some good songs in that. In yeah, that. yeah, we made our first tape. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah we, that's when we really started putting in the work. Yeah. And we all moved to Denver and didn't have to live in a lunchbox anymore. It wasn't a very nice apartment, it was though. A, it was... No, Vesta was not great. No. Yeah. No. I loved it there. We all have relatively adult homes now. Yeah, in I'd say so. Mid to late 20s. We all have relatively... <laughs> Rest assured, things have improved. <laughs> we're just we're not that like kind of messy like oh i'm an artist type so i you know don't do my dishes because uh, that's just like, i actually used to want to take space. a time lapse of our coffee table because it would just like accumulate like cans and then plates <sighs> and like napkins and like Resi different resins residues. and then like yeah, <laughs> yeah always <laughs> residues yeah so like i said textures <laughs> really <laughs> inspirational that, well, that would be a great music video just yeah. like uh yeah time yeah, lapse of, yeah. of like coffee tables being ruined by <laughs> Yeah. You're like ashtrays like full of cigarettes uh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That first apartment we could smoke inside. It was a SIGS oh, inside house. We well, we, it, it wasn't that we could, it's that we did. They, <laughs> no, they said it when we signed the lease. We like sat down and they were like, you're allowed to smoke in here. Yeah, it was um, it was because of all the asbestos and cockroaches. Yeah, they're like, stuff. sign off on the asbestos. You can smoke wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, cigarettes yeah. are not the worst thing for you for your in this apartment, I promise. <laughs> How did you guys come up with the name White Moms? We were literally, this was finally coming together, like this kind of story he just told. We were finally sort of like, all right, we like have songs. We're going to put a tape out soon. We need a name. And it's just, I, I want to take credit, but I'm not sure exactly which one, I don't of us, know how. which one of us said out loud, wait, don't all three of us have White Moms despite being three distinctly different races? Mm. 
and there was no question. We all just made eye contact. Was like, that's it. That's the name. Yeah, we we like laughed a bunch. There's of no that chance for just, any other candidate. I think I think the name came right before the tape because we like we'd been making songs for like individual solo projects, and then we featured the white moms on like one of my songs at one point because all of us were on it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and that was just I I don't know. We we walked into a Trader Joe's and we we're like, oh my god, <laughs> this is this is it. <laughs> we were at Wash Park and we saw someone throwing down a blanket. We were like, wait a minute, that's the band. <laughs> oh, I no. love listening to your first album and hearing like the little bits of White Mom like <laughs> interspersed oh. throughout the album. Oh yeah. Oh, that was that was so oh. fun. That's that's the homie Julia Green. She's a brilliant actor and performer. And we spent like, I don't know, some like probably 10 hours in the studio, just she and I, like me giving her like weird prompts. And we were trying, like we recorded each one of those through like every single possible human emotion. It was, they were, yeah, we ran that like was a gambit. Nightmare. Yeah. That was fun, but yeah. a nightmare. Jeez. White moms, thank you guys for coming by. We appreciate you guys uh, performing live for us and answering some questions. Uh, this has been Underground at the Showcase. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, this no, is this a blast. Is wonderful. Great, great it, part guys. of the weekend for us. Look at this plant. For you listeners, there's a huge plant behind me. <laughs> there's also two cactuses. It's yeah. almost like that uh, Zach Galifianakis show. <laughs> Between <laughs> two cacti. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> On top of a cactus. <laughs> it's a bad show. It's a You can find the White Moms music wherever you stream your tunes and on Instagram at the.official.white.moms. We want to give a big thanks to Meininger Art Supply for letting us record season two at their store on North Broadway. Learn more at www.meininger.com. Underground at the Showcase is an official podcast of the Underground Music Showcase and a production of Youth on Record. You can learn more about Youth on Record at www.youthonrecord.org and on social media at Youth on Record. This episode was edited and mixed by me. Our production team also includes Cesar Ibarra, Ryan Conora, Chloe Hines, and Emerson Olson. Our executive producer is David Layden. Our theme song was recorded by Genevieve Klimp, Danny Akery, and David Layden. Additional music for this episode is provided by me. You can find my music on streaming platforms under Black Key, that's B-L-V-C-K-Q-I. Thank you again for listening. I'm Xavier Goche, and this is Underground at the Showcase. And I'm Emmanuel. We are so excited to share that Youth on Record and Colorado Young Leaders are teaming up for a second season of Generation Collaboration, a podcast amplifying the stories of leadership and change across Colorado. In this season, we will be exploring a range of community issues like immigration, youth violence prevention, equity in the outdoors, and more. Tune in monthly on KGNU or wherever you get your podcasts.